0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast.
1: And welcome to the Dumb Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins. This is a show where I get funny, awesome people on to talk about a smart topic they consider themselves to be an amateur expert in. And I hope you are enjoying the holidays and are staying warm wherever you are. Uh, I'm doing my best to stay warm, even though my cat Mimo insists on having the balcony door open and it gets so cold. But, oh, there is a beautiful sunset happening right now. The sky is blue and pink and yellow and so many fun warm colors that I'm just enjoying that and thinking about how it's almost 2018 that's right a new year and a lot of people this time of year start to reflect on their year 2017 the past years and seeing all the fun magical things that have happened to get them to the point they are today and now he's scratching at the door fine balcony is open and I'm freezing but still enjoying the sunset I insist uh as I was saying we see where we are as we're bringing in the new year and then we start to forward think at the possibilities of where we can end up and where we hope to end up and ways and steps that maybe we can help ourselves achieve those goals and be open to whatever happens Uh, So today I got some very, very cool guests, Libby Doan and Anessa Frantowski, and they are roommates, they are awesome, they are so fun, you all are going to love them, and they came to talk about New Year's resolutions and making vision boards, ooh, hippy-dippy, but also some scientific madness behind it? We think so. So sit back and relax and enjoy as we talk about vision boards and how maybe, maybe you will want to make one or you'll want to think of ways to set your goals and intentions for a new year because it's all we can do. This universe is all chaos, but why not make, why not cut up some magazines and uh, hope for. Uh, good fortune to come your way. And you can follow Libby on Twitter at Libby Doan, And you can follow Anessa on Twitter and Instagram and all those fun social media platforms at Anessa Comedy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jergens. And if you're shopping on Amazon, go to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Dumb Nerds. Click on that Support Our Artist button and it takes you straight to Amazon so you can shop like you normally would. Folks, I did a bad job in introducing our guest, uh, just so you can know who's who. Libby is the one whose birthday is December 20th, and she just turned 30. And Anessa is the one who has a birthday on December 23rd and is from Canada. I think that'll help navigate this episode. Also, I trust that you dumb nerds are very smart. Please, for the new year, go on iTunes and rate and review this podcast. It would make me so happy. It's on my vision board. Now, let's get into it. Let's get ready to bring in 2018. Here's an episode all about New Year's resolutions and vision boards. Happy almost 2018. Woo! Woo. Woo. Are, you, are you guys excited? Are you feeling it?
0: Very excited. Right away we're talking. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're just, <laughs> we're just jumping in. Yes.
2: I love the new year. I have a really hard time with like the final push at the end of the year, but then I love a fresh start.
1: Do you feel like at the end of the year you're trying to like maybe get one last big accomplishment in or something or...
2: It just feels like really stressful. Holidays are stressful. My yeah, birthday's mm-hmm. also yeah, you, like the twentieth. So happy related
1: birthday. All the
2: fan <laughs> thank you. I'm yeah. thirty now. <laughs> Which oh. is another big like a new that's, decade. That's really- a whole
1: episode in on itself, it is, right? Turning thirty.
2: Yeah and having like new intentions for your next decade. hmm hmm It's like a I don't know, I like It's a reflective time. Part. It is. All the things you accomplished this year, all the things you want to set for next year.
0: And there is like sort of like some people don't have that approach to time, but it's kind of hard not to because it's like this forced time where you're like sort of like assessing, um, you know, where you were last year and all that kind of stuff. Um. Yeah, and my uh, birthday is also uh, in December on the 23rd. So Libby and I, we share that. So, oh, my God. Um, so yeah. we're trying to... Honestly, I think we've done a good job. We uh, we added an early December birthday trip, completely oh. separate from the holidays. I think yeah. that was a good That's move. That's
1: good. Yeah.
0: That was our big... You
2: have to or else it all gets like glommed together and it yeah, doesn't really get acknowledged. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like... Whoa.
1: Yeah, I have a friend whose birthday is like the 26th and growing up she was always very adamant on getting two presents yeah. and, like, oh, yeah. feeling special because if not, it all gets, like, pushed together. Yeah, but I,
2: people uh, are stressed. People are spending so much money, and then they don't yeah. want to spend money on, like, you, which is not really <laughs> what birthdays are for. But when you're a kid, it does feel like you're getting gypped because yeah. sometimes they wouldn't even get a cake and, like – Oh, <laughs> no. And <laughs> no, right, you got like, all
1: these Christmas cookies. Yeah, it wasn't
2: yeah. made to be a big event because everyone's focused on that – push towards Christmas
0: I found actually a cool plan uh to to deal with that I used to just do birthdays like for that reason kind of mid-month while people were kind of gearing up for the holidays more but I now realized I now like to celebrate my birthday at home at least when I go home to Canada um like in that interim between Boxing Day and New Year's Mm -hmm. I mean this year I'm doing a party on Boxing Day but I was like the 27th 28th 29th everybody's off work they're like kind of sick of their families. It's like that in between. And they're still kind of like, because it all ends after New Year's. Yeah. And then again, before you're kind of broke, but once you're in that sweet, Mid oh. uh, holiday pocket. Yeah, I feel that's a good time. Like I'm gonna go out for like dinner with my friends at yeah. home on like the 27th. We're gonna
2: that's, go for You true, know, no one's worrying about their diet. No one's party party like, yeah, everyone's like, you're drinking, Like we're all going for it. There's no sense. In
1: Work is like super slow, so yeah. no one's like, and everybody's can't. off. Everyone, yeah. Um, did I tell you what? Did I figure it out or what? That's <laughs> the you figured thing it out. You're gonna have a down. great celebration. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I know. For me. New Year's Eve is like probably one of my favorite nights of the year just because everybody's out and having a great time.
0: Interesting, you say oh, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the one that I I do struggle with a little bit more. Ooh, why? Um, why? There's why a why. lot of
2: pressure, like with the kissing and the being, yeah. And oh, a friend and that uh, stuff. And but then, then you just get it. drunk
1: and you grab whoever's closest to you, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> no one no no ever grabs you, Cassie.
0: <laughs> no, you grab them. What if
2: there's no one you want to grab? Then then, just then you weren't hovering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't planning. <laughs> or what if your friends are all like neatly coupled up and you're out on, on a quiet sofa? Yeah. Um, no, I mean like yeah, some New Years are great. I think I used to get a lot more inebriated on all fronts. And so I would there'd be a lot of a lot of phone calls to my family, all uh. like, you know. But as I be I've become a little bit more like I don't really like, I don't really get crazy drunk anymore. Yeah, yeah. So then I just have, like, a quiet, thoughtful consideration now at midnight. Like,
2: <laughs> I do. I like that. I like having <laughs> some candles and making it, like, a um, ritual. Yeah. Because I've learned, uh, like, it's uh, on the topic of vision boards, like, having rituals are super important. People get mm-hmm. caught up in, like, weddings and funerals and the all the stuff that comes along with them. But really, like, an important part for coupling and grieving is the ritual of, like, whatever, it's lighting candles or mm-hmm. all being together and being in a circle, and like different religions have their traditions. But rituals are hugely important to wrap your mind around, like beginnings and endings. So really it's just like A fake excuse to have a ritual Yeah And help your mind To like understand the change
0: It's also celebrating too Because instead of it Just being like I'm not going to go out It's more like No I'm going to enjoy being in Yeah and I'm going to make this yeah. about You know like Or whatever yeah. right Celebrate yourself Yeah yeah. I think it changes up And not to be like uh, Yeah it's just like I just think you should Always do things When you're in the mood And so yeah. sometimes You're in the mood To go out great. and party And that's sometimes true. you're not in the mood Sometimes
2: yeah. you want a cute dress on Sometimes you want you see, yeah, Sometimes pants. you want to be exactly. Yeah
0: and so and I think New Year's, because it's like a thing that everybody celebrates, some yeah. people feel that pressure. But also, guess what? Uh, having a, a fucking trip. Oh, man, let's swear. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. yes, yes, yes.
0: Oh, yeah, podcast. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, I was baby. like, yeah, yeah. Hey, guess what? Yeah, a shrimp ring and some sweatpants. Also also <laughs> a good time.
1: I think that's great. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to some friends uh, a few days ago about like just, you know, there. some people do have the pressure of like, oh, I need to be seen at this party. I need mm. to look this way and everything and that that sounds not fun and, st- no. and stressful yeah. where like some of my favorite ones are you're just at a house with like eight people that you really love. House is
0: yeah. my favorite when yeah. I go home to Canada, Canada, it's different anyways, because to be honest, the weather, like that's kind of fun. So last new year's was my first new year's. In LA, and mm. I wore like a slip dress. And oh I right, was like oh right, like so that part's dope here that you can like wear. So like whatever you want. In Canada, it's like it's a schlep. Yeah, you, you never want to go to <laughs> location two. Yeah. You got to get like so house party to me is always the best. You're I there. do one yeah. location on New yes. Year's. All the cabs the are so expensive. Yeah. So I do one location. I plop right down, mm-hmm. and then uh, you got your snacks. You got the people you like. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't
2: like that run. And being from New Jersey, also very cold there, and watching the ball drop in the city is a huge thing but oh, also a disaster the worst, yeah, the worst no. way to spend new year's no. No. so Too you're cold. standing in the cold, cold. Yeah, oh, i feel on. like a lot of your early 20s I'm is crowded. just learning about all the things you don't want to do and <laughs> all yeah. of the situations and then as you get older you're like i don't want to worry about how i'm yes. getting home i want to know where i'm sleeping or at least how i'm gonna get there do I, I, don't I don't want to be cold all have the
0: time at, <laughs> Be
2: in the snow at 2 a.m drunk like you know you just i like to avoid all of those things and then Always plan for comfort. I yes.
0: mean, I hope we're not coming across like duds.
2: I hope we're <laughs> I don't just coming think across so. like
1: women that know what they want. You don't women that know what they want. Walking with
2: their high heels yeah. like in the snow. No, it's not the lifestyle I want.
1: And knowing what you want is being your true authentic self. That's it certainly true. is. And that's, certainly that's when you're is. having
2: the worst time is when you're not like being your true
1: authentic self. Yeah, like, trying
2: to have an experience that isn't true to your oh, there's self nothing. And you're miserable.
1: Yeah, I hate being at a party and I'm like, I sh- why am I here? Yeah, it's <laughs> I need it's to leave. This worst. is not fun.
0: <laughs> (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is all about and keeping it that simple, just like what's fun for you. yeah, And that's what I was saying. I was like, and then making making all of the choices you make fun.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think vision boards is what taking the time to look at yourself and like what you want and like what is going to be your ideal new year and also fun to make a collage (laughs) and yes put on some music cut up some magazines
2: getting in for me it's just a really an excuse to think about the things that I want Mm -hmm. and because I think especially in LA you get really distracted other people do things and you're like I want that thing and they do something else and you're like that seems great that life seems great and then eventually you're like oh, if I want that, I need to do this, this, and this. And then you start doing those things and you're like, wait, did I ever really want this? Yeah. Like, what are the things that mm-hmm. I really want? And then you save a lot of time not chasing after things that you don't want because you think you should be doing them. Or it's just like you, get, you can easily get distracted from what your real goals are. So having them and seeing them every day and like reevaluating them, getting rid of old ones, figuring out your new ones. I think that's huge just for like staying focused on the things you actually want.
0: Yeah, that's really good because it's like sometimes, you know, like we were we were talking with a friend, I think the other day, like sometimes, yeah, you can think that you might you might map out in your own head what you think the route to something is. Mm -hmm. So you might want the thing that's like the interim step. Like, let's say like, for example, it would be like, let's say you want an agent because you live in L.A. or whatever. I hope this is not too L.A. centric, (laughs) guys. Sorry, guys. Agent. Um, But let's say you want like something like that, right? Like the other approach would be to focus. Well, what do you really want? Mm. Well, I want to be creative. I want to work with my friends. Mm. I want to make art. Like if, if those are the things that you really want. And yes. sometimes you can get caught up in what you think the route is to get there. Yeah. So you have to stay focused on like, well, because if I want to like make do work with my friends, I'll get a camera and I'll make a video right do now it. with them. Yeah. right? Like, And that will change kind of like the types of things you do when you stay focused on like yeah. And then that keeps you in the place of like doing things that you actually have fun with and really enjoy yeah. and not like being like I have to do this in order to get this. Cuz you never know, man. Sometimes uh, you get things in a weird way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
2: and I remember we we just made our vision boards a week or two ago with our friend
0: Ingrid. Oh, uh. listen, I have a bit of a confession. I do not have my updated vision board. Oh. Libby can attest to the fact that the pieces have been sitting on the coffee table for 2 weeks maybe. Oh of magazine
2: cuttings and scissors. And and I've ripped
0: the pages and I haven't put it together yet. What is that saying? What is that saying? What
2: I was going to say is that our Ingrid came over for that and we all drink some wine and she, her big thing was focusing on the feelings that your board gives you. Yeah. So getting in that. Yeah. That's that's actually the
1: way, like to know what you want in life, you should think about what you want to feel. in life, As opposed to thinking about like, yeah the actual thing accomplishments or awards or things like that the accolades yeah Yeah. Yeah. like
2: so it's not I want this house it's like what's the feeling that I would get if I was sitting in my own beautiful home and then an image (laughs) yeah like an image that represents that feeling so that when you walk by the board and look at it you get that feeling Mm. and then those feelings are the ones that get amplified which it's really hard with these things because like there are real psychological studies and then there's also like the secret and a lot of still away from this kind of stuff because they think it's so like mystical or just bullshit, really. But then you look at the psychology studies that are about visualization and that that really does work. They have athletes that visualize. I think this study was on weightlifting. Like they when they close their eyes and visualize doing it, it's the same neural pathways are firing as if they were actually like lifting the weights over their head.
0: Of course, there's got to be actual science behind that. You know? Yeah, like, like, yeah, like there
2: is, but lots of people see vision boards and they're like, oh, that's a waste or like, oh, it's hippy dippy stuff and it's not real. And like some, some of the secret you do, like when you read the book or you listen to the, like the, mm-hmm. them on Oprah, like I've seen all of that stuff too. So you kind of have to decide for yourself how much of it you're willing to like put faith and surrender and how much of it is like, no, this is the real science that if you visualize the life that you want every single day and stay in the headspace of that, that you can really make progress.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just even you think you're like, okay, so if you think about the thing that you want and that feeling of what you want, again, it's going to like trigger you to do things that are more like that feeling. right? Right. So you'll be like, and it does come down to sort of, if you, I, I, we, we talk about this all the time that it's like your feelings in general is is dismissed culturally because people favor logic in terms of making decisions, Mm -hmm. but moving towards feeling what you want is actually Mm -hmm. a more simple way to live. And even it is, it's like, for me, I keep it very simple, dumb it down for me. So for me, I'm like, oftentimes when I talk to people about like relationships that they're in or not working out or jobs, they don't like, it's kind of like, Oh, well that doesn't sound fun. Like that Wow, yeah, I would. Yeah, I w- certainly wouldn't want to be in a situation like that. That doesn't sound fun. And yes. sometimes even keeping it as simple as that. Yeah. And trusting that and then going like it's not like you make a decision. It's not like I was like I don't walk through life with like utter confidence where I'm like, I know what I want. I kind of just like favor what feels a little better. Yeah. Like, oh, I kind of like doing this like, yeah, oh, this I'm not liking this so much. And it's like never like a. It's not like I have, like, an epiphany one day and I know exactly. I'm always kind of, like, adjusting and I'm yeah. using my feelings, how I'm feeling about stuff, as, like, my gauge, yeah. you know?
2: In the center of both of our vision boards is the word fun, which we noticed uh, now, I love it. it. And it's the same, Need like, with be. improv. You know, it's always, like, what's the most fun choice? What do you want to do? And taking mm-hmm. that into our lives, you, you're you big on that. Like, What feels better? What feels more fun? Because I'm very trained, like, what's the right thing? Like, very, I had a very, like, disciplined, like, I was an athlete, and it was always, like, what Mm. you have to earn it, and what's right, right, and put in your time. And so my brain works like that. And then Anessa's is like, what's more fun? What's more fun. And it's such a new way to frame, like, making decisions and... And just deciding how like your brain works because yeah. when you're trying to do the right thing, a lot of times it's not fun. And the fun thing is more joyful for everyone to be a part of and watch like yeah. performing wise other also
1: Yeah, I think like trying to do what you perceive to be the right thing is also like looking outside of yourself as mm-hmm. to opposed to like what am I supposed to be doing as opposed to like actually getting to know yourself where I think checking in with your feelings is like a great way to be like who am I and what do I want as opposed to like, oh, I better hit these milestones because we're conditioned, especially in this society to be like, you have to hit these milestones and yeah. Yeah. fun. so, and they, and there's so many studies of people looking back and being like, why did I work? constantly right. and never like
2: that's not fun. spend time with
1: my family or like go on vacations or yeah when you look
2: yeah. those people make vision boards like what's what's on your vision board is it you in a suit working all the time like probably to pay not. your bills to that make you don't want to have yeah. like
0: for things that yeah yeah I was like I made a one of my big like sort of like realizations where I was like wow like being unemployed is really similar to being super rich because I was like, oh, you get to wake up whenever you want. Uh-huh. You can, like, go exercise or do whatever, right? Yeah. And it's like – I was like, oh, like – but in terms of, like, you could – it's a matter of how you kind of look at it. And, of course, oh, yeah, like, eventually being an unemployed is, you know, tough because, like, whatever, you, you, like, have to figure something out. But the actual experience of it that day, that first day mm-hmm. you get let go from your job yeah, could be – like the best day off of your Mm -hmm. life, or Mm -hmm. it could be like the worst day of your life. Right. And that like, but it's still ultimately the same experience. It's like when I learned, like I was like being rich and being poor, I'm like, you're just sitting in different kinds of chairs. Like I was like, you sit at this dinner table (laughs) or you sit at that dinner table or you go to a fanciest party or you go to a block party or whatever. But it was like, you know, like, really it was like fun is fun so yeah. who's having more fun the people like dancing in the street with family mm-hmm, and whatever mm-hmm. the people in some stuffy vip lounge it's like it, it all depends on the person and the experience they're having but it's yeah. like it's yeah different kinds of chairs all entertainment is different kinds <laughs> of chairs
2: i think like yeah. you it's also being in touch with what you really want because if you have all the money in the world but you don't really know what you want and It's just like with family and Mm -hmm. with marriage. Like, do you really want to get married? Do you really want to have kids? Like, checking in with yourself along the way is so important because you can do all the things that you feel like you should or that you want to But like, why do you want to do that? This is something me and Anessa talk about a lot, like what we're socialized to want versus what we really want. We don't know sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you don't know why you want the things you want or if you actually do want them. And how do you parse that out and figure out whether... Because I stopped dating like three or four months ago. I just stopped going on dates. I don't have any apps. And I really wanted to just be like, what do I actually want? Mm -hmm. Like, who am I and what kind of partner do I want? And I should not be dating until I really... Figure that yeah. out. And that's
1: something don't... you can sit down and visualize too, is to yeah. write down the qualities of like what you want in a partner.
0: Yeah. Well, and oh, esc yeah. has a, list. I have <laughs> a very, very, yeah. very list. But I also did this, I agree. I the same as like the same as Libby. I wasn't dating for like a year. Like mm-hmm. just yeah. Actually it started on New Year's last year. Like <laughs> I, I had kind of am a dent. <laughs> I had a New Year's and a subsequent morning, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Uh, that I like started the year off and then I kind of like didn't, uh, I had a sort of a mid year uh, break lapse where I did uh, have a small hookup mid year, but that, but really (laughs) basically the whole year I I didn't date. And um, yeah. And, and then now towards the end of the year, I've like, I have, like, I have started like feeling like a shift where I was like, yeah, you, suddenly you I'm going, you know, yeah. 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 suddenly yeah. I'm like more open to it and whatever. But, uh, those long breaks I think are important because I, you did, again, but I, I not like I consciously, I just didn't feel like it. That's really what it was. I didn't feel like going out. I didn't feel like using the apps and I don't necessarily think you even need to analyze it beyond that, but it's yeah. probably because I had like probably some crummy experiences in a row. I like, I started to affect my energy. I'm sure I'm giving off like a different vibe. I'm like more skeptical going in, Mm -hmm. you know, like all of that reads. So it's like, when we're talking about like, um, like visualizing stuff, it's like, yeah, because it's, I know that it's like, if I'm not feeling in the mood, I'm going to exhibit, like give off that energy and that other person's going to feel it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, probably the fun. only well, it's
2: just not joyful anymore yeah. you know if it's all about having fun and things being joyful when it doesn't feel fun and you don't feel happy to be doing it and you're like why do I feel like this is something I have to be doing it's yeah. not like it's if you're really looking for a partner it's a job and it's something you need to take time to do a date and- is it it like it's if you really want it's to not find magic. like your partner, <laughs> it takes a lot. I remember listening to this really Maybe? great. Maybe I don't know. It is like she basically like got an Excel spreadsheet and she went on so many dates. If you're oh if you're that that's you're that's that kind of brain that
0: works for the logical brains, like yeah. I know people like that. That's why I do feel but like. What do you
2: think is gonna happen? You're gonna randomly be in a coffee shop and bump into someone. Yes, I think like yes, I do think, and that ha- really the, trying to find a partner sometimes it does take. Like you need to date if you're you if,
0: if you're an on, if you're an online person, what I do think it does is it does open you up and make you more receptive. I don't think you can change how you're going to meet someone. I think that part is like because, again, in my life, I have had that experience, like walking by someone and looking at them. And that ended up being my first love. I did that just happened. bump into them literally on the street or by the by the lake. Um, at the same time, another person maybe I was friends with for years. And another person something else. We randomly work together, whatever. Um, But I will say that was always like my criticism of online dating is I was like, I think it works for certain kinds of brains. Like for people who like, who are, who may, who are like, are they the same age as me? Do we have the right, like, are they the right job, social standing? If that's how you make decisions and some people are more brain and then some people are are all emotion. So it's like how they feel when they're around the person and that is not something you could you couldn't do any amount of work to produce that feeling. That you're just yeah. going to feel. And that when you feel that with a person, you just never know when that's going to happen. So you can definitely expose yourself to more people by online dating and that could be the work part of it and you can put mm-hmm. yourself out there, but you can't really predict it, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. I have a friend she that's online what this dated is all about. for years and now she met the guy that she's like, boom, and did it through online dating. Yeah. Um I did a online dating for like a couple months and went on a few dates and it just was, it felt very difficult for me to be intimate with a stranger. Yeah. And that, and I was just like, and I just realized I'm like, that's not who I am. I just need to be someone that like needs to be around people. And then like, I, like, I feel like all my relationships have come from, friendships well and i mean
0: the science is is that statistically you will find somebody within a 50 mile radius of you or something like that all the science and that's funny because it's the same limit that is on those apps so the apps do make us feel like anything is possible and we're meeting all of these people but it's actually just the same radius that you would to if you left to your own devices
1: in the 60s wasn't people always getting married to like their neighbors yeah it's like within a two mile and, and or, like, oh, a yeah, you, or you mile meet at a life. wedding That's whoever you met yeah. at the wedding yeah, or whatever a right friend of a
2: friend a friend of a family member and
1: it's also like timing i think is a big thing like mm-hmm. you know it's like you're just around these people and then like uh like your lights just kind of go on where you're like suddenly like oh i am in the mood to date, and then that other yeah. person's like i'm in the mood and then all of a sudden you're seeing each other in this like more like eh, kind of way
0: yeah um, and, kind
1: of and with- online dating, I think people are kind of going in with those lights already on. And I think that's why it works. It's just
2: like exposing to your- yourself to the opportunity. Well, I remember on some Oprah episode, she had <laughs> someone on and like their main thing was walk while you pray. So you can't just be like working, 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 only doing the work. And you can't just be like praying. I wish this would happen. I wish this would happen. Mm. Like you have to be doing both. You I love that. You have to be that. doing the work uh, yeah. and you have to be doing either like the visualization, manifestation, like the spiritual part. But you can't just do that. I think a lot of people just do one or the other. Yeah. And yeah, you could just do the online dating in, or you could just do all the career stuff, but you have to be like you like so i think so many people that i get frustrated with are the ones that are like very up in the air and only do like the airy fairy visualization stuff and mm-hmm. it's like well you know what you could take step 1 2 and 3 but you're not doing those things cuz you're waiting yeah. for
0: yeah you can't the just be it, yeah you can't be just staring at your board in the apartment like i was right. like you're <laughs> not going to fall in love in your apartment that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> you do have to leave you're the not house gonna get a career keep staring from staring, staring. At <laughs> the words
2: hbo like i have like hbo and netflix and like uh all of this very Ooh, on my, yeah, it, another it, like, Or like show creators that I love and, and authors awesome. and writers and books that I love. But just like staring at that isn't going to make it happen. But looking at it and being like, you know what? I wonder how that person started and doing all the research of like what was their break or what sort yeah. of um, steps did they take? What was their journey? And what's like one or two of those things that I could do or that like I want to do and feel pulled to do? Which is another which is important thing, part, I think. Yeah, being pushed and being pulled. This was like something I was really focusing on Ooh, in the beginning I don't of know the year. About this. Go Ooh, on. This one's huge. I forget. We listen to a lot of Oprah Super Soul Sundays, and I read a lot of the <laughs> I books. I love it. Of yes, the amazing. And someone's <laughs> made i think it was maybe Jack Canfield. I, I don't remember, but it was like with every decision, you need to check in with yourself, which is like putting your hand over your heart and like a hand mm. on your stomach, and be and asking yourself, "Are you pushing? To do this? Or are you being pulled to yeah. do this? So are you, oh. yes. Do Persisive you have like, this is something I should be doing. This is what will get me the thing that I want. Or is it like, Ooh, I really want to do that. I'm excited about that. That hmm. sounds fun to me again, back to the fun. Or is it like you put your blinders on and you roll up your sleeves and you go to work and you just like jackhammer away at this thing.
0: I used to think it was that and I don't anymore. Yeah. I, think it, I
2: think it has to be both. But when you think about it, like just jackhammering down every once in a while, like you do just need to go to work kind on of a thing. But if all you're doing is jackhammering, you're just going into like a straight line into the ground. And then what? Yeah. Like that's not.
0: Yeah. It's like I think it is more like that you look at the like because if it, if it is like you have like the, the the visual trigger on the board or whatever. Right. Let's say it's like the HBO thing. whatever. But again, if you're focusing on the feeling versus focusing on like the goal. Yeah. So if you're focusing on the feeling, you allow for like surprise and mystery. And stuff like that. But the feeling would be like, oh man, it'd be so great to have my own show. Like it'd be so great to do something like that, like, or whatever. And then be like, oh, like what would I do? What would my thing be about? Oh, like maybe I would be like about this. Oh, you know what? Like I should like like write something up or like that or whatever. Or like that's how to me it flows. Like where it's like so by focusing on like the feeling, it's like, and and a lot of my life, like when I first started doing comedy, our troop, everybody, like everybody, right? Everybody wants to be on Saturday Night Live. Everybody starts doing comedy. So it's like, what do we do? We started doing a weekly show. We did the best thing we could do in Toronto, Canada, which was we did our own show with our friends. We wrote sketches every week. I wrote them because I like, didn't want to be embarrassed to not bring something. So sometimes I was scared and didn't think they were funny. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was like, we had, it was a great way to spend our twenties. We had a million laughs and that troop has been running in Canada now for like 15 years. That's awesome. And it's like, we started a little thing, right? But it was like, that wasn't the intention at the time. The intention was right. like we don't have the means, the budget. We're in Canada. We're not even allowed to even. But it was just like you know, whatever. When I'm, like, I'm a comedian, I don't feel embarrassed talking about comedy. Sorry, guys. I'm <laughs> going to talk about comedy. That's my dumb life. Uh, uh, it is our life. But it's uh, great. but but yeah, like so. It's like that to me. I was like, we did the closest thing we could do, and I had yeah. like a different kind of experience. That was like one of the best times of my life. That's right? Awesome. Like yeah. So like that's for me. Like the visual things, like. I do think too like I was like you know in terms of like getting what you want there have been many times in life where yeah like something fluky weird happened that if I had looked at it and thought yeah. how will I get this I there was no conceivable route in my brain even right, to yeah. like figure out how something would happen so focusing on the how you're going to get there. Like, my God, like you look at even the internet, like, you know, I always say, I'm like, when I started dreaming about like my future, the internet didn't exist. So I couldn't even dream that it was possible that like, you know, somebody on the other side of the world would even know who I am. Mm -hmm. That was beyond. So I think, my God, what is going to be in the future? Yeah.
1: You know, like that,
0: like (laughs) that, like I can't even conceive of right now. So that's why I'm like the, the how you're going to get there isn't as important as the as the feeling, you know, of what it would feel like. Cause the how man, like maybe the how not invented yet,
1: who knows? (laughs) Do you want to share what's on your vision board?
0: Okay, so this is the old board. I like
1: this board. <laughs> board. I tell you
0: what, so maybe this is why I'm struggling here with the new board. When you uh, say
1: old, is this 2017 board? Or... This would have been,
0: uh, yeah, I can't remember oh, okay. when I made this, but this is my most recent board. Okay. So it's probably one of my better boards. Uh huh. Um, okay, the highlight of this board, again, as Libby points out, is what fun in the middle okay mm-hmm. and it's in neon lights and it is a bit of fun it is okay very, it's
1: a very fun uh setup.
0: we got uh but most importantly you are your own boss yeah okay yeah we like that i got this sequined unicorn dress <laughs> that, that i, I uh, glued I, oh my, my head God, on i didn't even realize it's a unicorn dream big and <laughs> innovate and if you'll notice here there's a very fancy woman here and she is wearing a giant diamond but it's i'll tell so you what this, <laughs> this uh, board actually if you remember i said this board sh- doesn't feature any um like relationship or this oh, was a career kind of the board time you
1: were like not dating and I was not dating focusing on like yeah this is very much saying like what I get from the sport is you want to have a fun successful like acting Mm -hmm.
0: life and I also I like ageless like I kind of want to be like a memorable person I'm like I struggle a little bit with that Mm -hmm. um Opener and the closer. Look at that. You're the opener and the closer. Cassie,
2: I'm going to show you my board and then yes. you tell me what you think. Okay. Um,
1: Again, this. fun is right in the middle. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> I did
2: that and she was like, oh, I went running into her room and came out with hers with fun in the middle.
1: Yes. So the things that jump out at me right away is fun, balance, HBO. <laughs> oh, no, we got it on there. Um, and then I see a woman in the corner. She looks like stressed and thoughtful. oh no
2: let me see oh that's um is that like Pamela okay. Adlong, oh, i love your okay. show i do oh. a lot of like show creators that i love like Issa ray oh Issa ray yeah i see Issa um, and like I see those people i really feel inspired by
1: you both have um uh, uh danny glover on your <laughs> Oh. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah, oh, yeah. Donald Glover. Of course. Wait, do you
2: have Donald Glover on yours? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> That's so funny. Again, like now to, uh, to be fair, having...
0: we we probably had access to similar magazines.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I do love like FX was basically just like here's money and you figure yeah. out what you want your show to be. Like those are the kind of things that are so that's, and it's not amazing. And, that's and probably, he gets to be
0: a, like a rapper too, and yeah. a comedian, created, and a stand up, and, and,
2: and he's like yeah, in Star, Wars. like he basically just kind of yeah. gets to decide what.
1: And he and he's someone too where he's like I'm done with comedy now I'm doing I'm making my own albums now I'm yeah. making my own show which also I think is a such a powerful force.
2: that that creative, creative force. force of knowing when to let go of something without it feeling like a failure or just to like focus on something else that you're inspired by mm-hmm. without like clutching I have a big thing with like holding on to things very tight
0: I think if you're an artist though like you can ex- like some people have that some not everybody is like an artist in the sense that they need to kind of create something some people mm-hmm. are happy like participating in something. Thing, but I'm like that
1: participator. <laughs> that need to
0: create. Some people yeah. have that thing and it's kind of like nice to see it kind of being actualized that it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm from a family too of like, um, painters, like visual artists, Oh, cool! both my parents are. And I, uh, you know, painted a lot when I was young and that's like, like something that I've kind of like let go. But I always think I'm like, you know, I do foresee like, again, because you really do have to work. I still believe very much in working hard and getting good at something. Mm. I just think it's easiest to work hard at the thing you enjoy doing most yeah so because I that I, I really comedy was really my only option because it's like that's the thing that I find the most fun, fun. Mm-hmm. so it's the easiest thing for me to work very very hard at yeah and painting I like I also recognize like especially like like that I was like oh you need to train that hand like mm-hmm. you have to like if you're like you know really going to be a Oh. a painter.
1: Like, you know, like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, your, like I could do a paint- hand exercises. Oh well, yeah.
0: Like I could do, like, I'm sure I could do a painting that would look cool and be yeah. fun to hang on my wall. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do a thing where like, like I, I was going to like, I'm going to do a duplicate. I like, I'm a good copier. So I oh, wanted to cool. do a duplicate of a Matisse painting that I think is like kind of crummy. And I feel bad because I kind of feel like it's like the art world exploiting an artist where I was like, imagine if you were just like, like yeah. fucking around one day. Yeah. But because you're like this world famous artist, anything that you did becomes right. yeah. put in a museum. And I was like, this picture, man, like you can see the pencil lines underneath. Yeah. He just like throw it. And I was like, and we revere it and they sell yeah. it to us and they put it on yeah. a print and they tell you it's worth all this money and all this kind of stuff. Like that thing I kind of want to poke fun at. So I wanted to I do like a great. duplicate. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. And I think that says a lot about artists because I think the fact that we've monetized art and everything, it does like, can fuck with artists and being like, oh, I think I have to have this like degree of a success and do this thing where artists I think are constantly changing. Like there's times where it's like, I'm all about like sketch comedy right now. And then it's like, no, now I want to be like fucking around on a piano or doing this. And it is ironic
2: that like being a great artist, it's the, it's the thing that makes you different from everyone. But then you look at, I interviewed this amazing artist. She's like, a basket weaver but her work is Ooh. in the Smithsonian and she's turning 80 and just fascinating woman amazing I I met her through a friend who told me she once um made a basket out of her own pubic hair Perfect. and I was like well, I can't been talking about this, woman. Yeah. I mean, this woman but she, her thing was all about how she like doesn't she's not really online and and she's older so it's easier but she she was like you're art the thing that makes you special and unique it's something only you can do but then when there's a successful artist everyone's like oh what did they do what's the thing it's the same in yeah, comedy yeah what did they do that made them successful I need to be more like that oh the, like either I had a, a web series and like if I had a web series I'll be and it's like well maybe that will be the thing but what's the authentic thing that is your voice that makes you special mm-hmm. and and she also had said a huge thing for mentally being able to do this for so long was you need to have art that's for you and then you need to have art that's for them so she will make something that's like for sale and then she makes something that's just like for her own home or for Mm -hmm. a present for a family member and I know a lot of like if you have all your hopes in one thing, it's devastating when it doesn't work out. But if you always have more and different things on the horizon, then you lose that when you're like, well, that's okay. I still have this thing to work on. or I have this other thing. Yeah. If you only have this one thing and you're grasping onto it so tightly... Like you're gonna be devastated, or best case scenario happens, then after that, like oh, what now? What's the other idea? Like, yeah, it's it's all for me. It's all about like having multiple things going on and like multiple plates spinning. So if one falls, it's not devastating.
1: Yeah, and that you're like at ground zero again. That's like that Jim Carrey quote where he says, "Like I wish that everyone could have everything they wanted to realize that that's not." what's going to make them happy. That's right. And some people, (laughs) it's a hard truth. And then, yeah. And and he talks about it again in that, um, Andy and Jim documentary Mm -hmm. about like when he got the success and was like, I'm still miserable inside. Right. Who am I? And like, it's just like, I know it's like, it's like when you get so fixated on like, when I get this thing, everything will be perfect. Yeah.
2: That's another good thing with goal setting is when I was making this board, um, I started thinking, like, well, what are the things in my life right now that I can... Like, what's my version of this right now that Mm -hmm. I can get the same feeling from? Is it, like, cleaning out my closet and getting rid of so much crap and redecorating, like, parts of the house that make me feel, like, tired or overwhelmed or stressed? Like, I don't necessarily need to be in a beautiful house that I own to get... Excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Hello. Hello. Libby oh, did like,
0: mention she's redecorating the bathroom. I didn't realize it was making you so tired. Like, no, sometimes there are just like little
2: things that you see every day and you're like, "Oh, if I don't necessarily have to be like I need to be in a mansion mm-hmm. to get what I want. It can be like looking around your space that you have now." We have really a huge, huge coffee
0: table. A coffee table for kings.
2: A <laughs> table that takes up the entire living room. Amazing. Like but sometimes it is nice to not have have to be only looking towards the future it's like what are all the things I have right now and what's the best version of those that yeah. make me the happiest And it's
1: like writing three things you're grateful about yeah, every morning it's like, there
2: are actually really simple things and sometimes if you project too far into the future then you're missing the little things that are going to get you there with the feelings you know like I can get the feeling of peace just by like having a cup of tea and lighting a candle Ooh, and I, I never tea. take the time to do that
0: and mm-hmm. if you want to perform then you should go do a show yeah. you know and if you want to like whatever you want to do you should just go do it do whatever that version yeah. is with whatever means you have yeah. with whatever you know and even so it's like we yeah yeah anyway there are lots of things always that um that can get you closer but it is uh, uh we all do kind of still get caught up in like um
1: future, future yeah, tripping.
0: and whatever List like and
2: Best version. time
0: time yeah. time is a huge one for me like i always feel like i'm running out of time or always feel like well if i'm not like there yet, like, or I'm missing something, right. or like, you know, mm-hmm. so it's hard to know, like, if where you're at right now is where you're meant to be at. Mm-hmm. But is there really an answer to that question? How can you be anywhere other yeah. than yeah. where you are? I feel you know? like,
1: yeah, affirmations are always like, you're exactly where you need to be right now,
0: and it's like, okay, sure, I didn't fuck <laughs> up once or twice, man. I probably <laughs> fuck up a couple times, brother. <laughs> Sometimes I like
2: affirmations and sometimes I hate them. And sometimes I like all of the present moment stuff. And sometimes I'm like, no, we're supposed to be angry sometimes. And we're supposed to be sad sometimes because you're motivated by those feelings or like there's something that you still need to process. So if it's only like be happy, focus on the good things and (laughs) let them amplify, like, no, if you're not dealing with all of the like trauma or pain or stuff that you have been through and like really processing it properly, which a lot of emotion comes along with that, then that's really the place to get started on, you know, like yeah. going to therapy and fixing the old problems. I had great advice from my friend Charity, who is the the best. She, like a few years ago, was like, um, go to therapy now, uh, figure out all of your patterns and all your childhood stuff and all the yeah. stuff from your parents now, because when the stakes are higher, when your career is better, when you are more, you have heavier decisions with bigger fallout when you make the wrong one or more public. If you want to be an actress and everyone is going to write a million articles about you, the second you say the wrong thing, like you need to get all your ducks in a row, like mentally now, because it only gets bigger. Yeah. The the problems mm-hmm. and the fallout and the issues only get bigger. And then when you are the boss and you are running the room, you're not being, um, Like stimulated from in in ways or like aggravated in ways that you like could have easily learned coping tactics to not have that like ruffle your feathers. So when you have the time now, do it now and like get rid of your thorns, which is another thing from Oprah, like a lot of people have thorns, which is like the pain from Mm -hmm. old things that happened and then other people just like brush up against them and you you have these like crazy reactions to little Uh, things because it's not about what happened. It's like what that pokes inside of you that happened. Mm -hmm. And um, so like the whole idea is to just, work on, like, getting those things out so that even if someone, like, bumps into you, like, you don't feel anything because you don't have all those, like, thorns. Yeah, but
0: I don't you. think that that ever really stops, though. That's the thing. It's, like, the idea of, like, that it's, like, yeah, you always are going to have to be doing that in a sense, and you'll probably, like, like, certain things will ease with time, but it's not like you're ever immune to being like having your feathers ruffled, you know, like that you'll, that's just, I, I always feel like that too. It's like with stuff like mental health and stuff too. It's like, it's always a process. You're never like yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you never. ever get fixed no. or whatever. Yeah. It's like but you get like, easier the more you you work go, on yeah, but then you'll go through cr- a different life trauma. Like by the time you start to figure out your old <laughs> baggage from, from childhood, that's when your parents die. And then you, yeah. you, you go through that whole fucking process. And then you probably realize that all that shit you worried about before didn't matter. Cause the real shit started happening. Like, so it's just like, life is you're all there's never going to be a moment where you're not working on yourself and when it's done because then as soon as you get stronger harder things are going to happen and that's why my mom always said she was like you should be selfish when you're young be as selfish as you can be while you're young because then when you have a family then it becomes all about the family and then when the family's um an adult that's why a lot of seniors and stuff end up branching out into the community or going into politics she's like then you like Uh, expand your wisdom to the world right Uh because you've been through like you've lost yeah stuff you like maybe been through illness like whatever like you so and I was like yeah like I love that I love that image of like yeah like expanding and like it made me feel not guilt about like doing things selfishly for my own like life so that I do have more to offer other people and I do like Mm -hmm. there will like be a time where like
1: yeah anyway I like that Yeah. yeah I like that um, image. So do you have advice to the listeners on how to make their own vision board?
2: Ooh, I think, I think the key thing is to like get in the right mindset. Um, like turn off the TV, put on some music, light some candles, make some tea or like whatever your version of that thing is so that you're not distracted and not rushing to anywhere. And then I, another thing is like to be super <laughs> specific so if if there is like a thing, oh I really want an agent, like which agent, which agency? Like mm-hmm. what, what are the really specific things because like as artists, if if it is for an artist, like you also need to know the business side. So like sometimes just being as specific as possible, you're you're kind of it makes you do the work that you wouldn't have done. So mm-hmm. it's just like an yeah. excuse to get that done because it's a lot easier to like have a name or um something that's just more tangible than, and it doesn't have to be an agent, like for any of these things, something that's super real and tangible. And I think also like writing down, I do every year I write down the goals I want to accomplish. And a lot of times they're, they're not like huge ones. They're just like, I want to write another spank. I want to, um, whether it's like a team that you want to make, or I want to finish a new pilot, or I want to Mm -hmm. write a feature, like, I, I will write those things down just because it helps me to mark. A lot of times I'll get to the end of the year and be like I did nothing. And then I'll go look at what were my goals and I'm like, "Oh, I did almost all of these things."
1: You know, like That's if, amazing. Yeah. You re- if
2: you really make them small tangible things, like a year passes and you feel useless and like you've accomplished nothing, but it's never true. There's always yeah. so much that you've done you just kind of forget because you're, you're focused on what you haven't done instead of the things you have. So like validating all the things you have done is just as important as like focusing on more things that you want.
0: Yeah. I used to do that just like where I would like write down like anything I wanted, like things that seemed like crazy, whatever, like all different categories, whatever, just make a big list and then put it somewhere and then forget about it. And then like looking back on it, I was always struck by the fact that it was like some of the things that I thought were the most impossible one of them I remember was like clearing my debt or something, where I just went, yeah, right, that's gonna like happen yeah. or whatever. Like, like yeah. a lot of times, and I was like, and then that year I did, and then whatever, Damn. like, nice. or I didn't mean I didn't clear it, but whatever, whatever. It was like clear twenty five percent or something. That's good, um, but, uh, <laughs> but whatever. It, it's uh, so so. I think that like if you've never done one before, like starting kind of just like anything that you could want, like.
1: Yeah, and uh, at all. And and anything, I guess in everything. Yeah, categories. Uh, we've talked about career. We've talked about relationships. Yeah. Maybe like self-care could be something. Yeah, and
0: if, if you're not a brain...
1: Traveling. Yeah. If you're not like a brain-brainy kind of person too, also too,
0: you can just look through. Sometimes I just look through the images in magazines and yeah. I just pull randomly and I like don't necessarily know why, which is kind of what I did last time. Where I just don't necessarily know why and then, and then then, you, right. Yeah. Just the
1: feeling
2: that they give you. Yeah. Just like something
0: about it. And then maybe, um, and then I'll, and then it'll, it'll be more of a creative thing where I just like the way the images look together for some reason. And I'll do it that
1: way. Intuitively. And we'll also
2: have like words that we focus on. Um, yeah.
1: Cause yeah, you cut out a lot of images and then also words. yeah. 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 and
2: And like Anessa was doing this for, um, Joe's birthday last week. She's like, what is your word for like the next year? or what is um and my mom yeah like what's the theme what is the theme for the next year of your life like for me I was thinking about it yesterday on my birthday and for me it's like worthiness and forgiveness so I have like I there are a lot of things I don't want to bring into my next decade and that's Mm. just like forgiving things and people and myself and then like that's kind of like one focus and the other one is feeling worthy like not feeling like I have to earn like blood, sweat and tears and, yeah. and just feeling like when good things happen, I'm worthy of them and can wel- welcome them and like amplify that feeling of deserving it. Um, because then I'm, I'm just more open to like any like happy yeah. surprise that will drop in. So like picking, picking a word, I think, is also really helpful. And then just kind of putting it up somewhere And then there are also, we have a little book of affirmations. Louise Hay is great for those. She has a book of 365 Uh affirmations.
0: And when you're in the mood, you You don't always have to be in the mood. (laughs)
2: You can just, like, close your eyes and flip through it and see what page you land on. And then that's kind of your affirmation for either the day or the week or, Mm -hmm. like, the month. But you can also do one for the whole year and just, like, post it somewhere. And it's funny to go back and find it and be like, oh, I I feel like I, that's not an issue for me. It's not like a spicy yeah. thing in my life anymore. It's, yeah. it's just kind of like calmed down. Through, I have one next to my bed that's just, um, uh, like my creativity flows endlessly, and like I'm open to all like possibility. And like I I really look at that every single night, and my vision board is there too because I always think like, why not? Why the hell not? If it's gonna possibly have a, a option of of working. It's just another thing that takes five seconds in your day and makes you feel
0: happy, yeah. <laughs> like refreshed and refocused. Because mm-hmm. you can fall into be- like mental habits. And I think what Libby's touching on there too is like then the, the thing is once you have the vision board, it's like kind of like allowing, right, or being like like – um, ready to receive those things. Yeah. And the worthiness becomes an important theme because it's like really that feeling. Think about how that transits. If you don't feel worthy, right? Yeah. Then when, when opportunity does knock or when somebody does want to see your work, then you go through like, Oh, I don't know if it's good enough, or oh, right. I'm not ready. I should have actually done more work, like all that yeah. stuff she's talking about. Yeah. I should have prepared more, I should have been more. And truly everything that comes your way you never feel prepared for yeah. every single thing every <laughs> single you never feel like oh you have enough time it always like i feel like when i focus on one thing like it's like when i focus on writing then an opportunity for stand up comes up and then i'm like and then i got to get it together and it's like truly you always have to do your best but if you start to feel worthy yeah. and you feel you're good enough then when things you're not going to shun the the gifts that kind of come your way that you're yeah. or not even notice them because you're or too turn stressed them down
2: out. because you're like oh there has to be someone more deserving of this yeah
0: like- oh yeah I had I, I had that a lot before like I think that's Canada as well too but it was like a lot of like oh I don't know if I'm the right person uh, there's somebody uh, more qualified yeah. I've never done something like that and then it was like oh well everybody's done something for the first time yeah you know yeah. it has to do it everybody has to do something for the first time mm-hmm. so you know. So that, like, that becomes, like, a next step in, like, kind a of allowing. I thing,
2: too. I, lately, whenever I have friends who, like, need to quit a job or want to, like, ask for a promotion, I'm like, how would a man handle this? They'd be like, this job isn't right for me anymore. And so I'm putting in my two, you know, when want to be like, oh, my boss really needs me. It's a
1: stressful time. Yeah, like, I'll wait until after the holidays. Yeah, when things yeah. are, it's like,
2: no, what's best for you? If you have this sort of thing, like, really just deciding, oh, this is what's best for me. This is actually what I need. What are the actions I can take? because it's so like we're socialized again with the socialization so much to feel at least for me I have a lot of feelings of of not being like good enough or worthy of receiving or that I don't deserve things and like that sucks with this kind of stuff like we have to figure out how to get through that
0: yeah and that's but I think that's again it's probably why it's your chosen journey or whatever because it's kind of forcing you to have to deal with that every every day kind of thing and it's like I do feel like um I do feel like stronger and more confident and sometimes I do look back and I go wow like from like who I was like as a youngster and like you know couldn't even like make eye contact like I just was like wow like I do really do feel a I feel wisdom I do feel the impact of wisdom I do feel like overall there are things that would have destroyed me 10 years ago that don't anymore. And I do feel like, I feel like it's like, and it sometimes it takes like a thousand repetitions, but I do feel like you eventually like uh, uh, soften on a lot of these subjects. And I do think it is for the larger purpose to prepare you ultimately to deal with life's next challenges, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's
2: why doing this is good because it's more just about sitting down and taking the time to really think about that stuff. When a lot of times we're too busy or too stressed out to even think like, oh, where was I 10 years ago? Where was I at the beginning of this year? Where do I want to be? It's just like the ritual of slowing down and really thinking about what you want, where you want to go, where you've been
0: and where you are in the present. Right. And that often those check-ins is like where you are in the present. Look at the, the year that you've had, like, look at the things that you didn't think you would do that, you know, and there's always like great things to kind of like, there's always surprises. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if, and if you don't feel that way too, then it's like, you know, it's a great time to start. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a motivator. No matter what, it's like, it's never like, it's like all the stuff you didn't do or blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, it's just never too late to yeah to start something new. Yeah. Oh, this is what I was gonna say for your listeners. If if you're not <laughs> sure about this stuff and you want to like see proof of how it works, I will tell you this. Um, and this was um uh, with uh, uh my uh, former roommate uh, got uh had this kind of mantra that I was like is not like a new agey spiritual type person, but sometimes I like observing people who just in whatever they're like how they live life like sort of falls in line with some of the stuff like they're doing it without realizing it like Mm -hmm. some people I know who have like kind of like good attitudes towards life but one of the things that I always really like but he he bought like a a Staples Business Depot easy button okay and I thought it was like I think uh what is it one of the gurus um I remember like Abraham Hicks or something she like we talked about this. She bought a bunch of like easy buttons and put them around her house. And I was like, you did something that like the new agey guru did and you know, you slap it and it just goes, that was easy. And so it was like, we were both like, you know, uh, from Canada and there's a lot of annoying things you have to do when you immigrate and blah, 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 blah. And like, it's like, uh, you know, you don't think you're going to stay in the country, all this, oh you know, whatever it's, it's it's, it's annoying. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all the annoying things you have to do, uh, we just kept going on about how easy they were and like <laughs> slapping the button yeah. and just being like, you know what, uh, guess what, you know what, uh, seems like I've got to go do this thing, but guess what, turns out it's going to be easy, going to get myself a sandwich on the way and blah, 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 blah. Yeah,
2: just and saying it out, saying it out so loud. it's so fun, it yeah. Sense. I have a, my boss is a realtor and he said, he's always like saying it out loud either in conversations or in the car driving to work like I closed $200 million in sales this year I closed $200 million Oh in real sales estate agents <laughs> Oh,
0: real estate agents all have he, all that motivation Yeah so. he's yeah. like
2: he's not he's like very logical he's like Texas and from the south and doesn't believe in any of this stuff but for him like That's closing deals yeah it works like a script when you yeah. say it over and over again it just I is the way it is I will sell this
1: house today Yeah I gotta tell you <laughs> <laughs> <an> F- <laughs> I love that scene
0: Things did things did get easier and they felt easier and that's kind of too what it was like what, what, what Jim Carrey was talking about like driving around you know, whatever, like, like imagining yourself, what it would be like to live in a mansion or have money or mm-hmm. something. It's like, it's, it's dual fold. Like it, it, you are in a prayer also, I think yeah. works the same. So a yeah. lot of people are doing this kind of stuff. Not like, not even aware, like it is what they're doing, but it makes you feel better in the moment. Yeah. So it's like, it's more fun to think about yeah. like, you know, like having lots of money and being whatever than it is to think about being broke in your apartment. It's yeah. more fun in the moment. Yeah. And then if you feel that way, it's again you're sitting on the same chair. It's essentially the same thing. Yeah, like pretending you have something also maybe could make you crazy. Still on the fence about whether <laughs> I'm just delusional. You're just like uh, tricking yourself. You're tricking yourself into, into having, having the having, feeling.
2: Yeah, but
1: at the same time, you're setting the intention. Yes. So it's like you're, you're do- making it you're, a
2: habit. You're, you're making it a habit to set intentions and to get the feelings you want to have. Yeah. And like, it, it, any easy way to do that without like having to go like people say oh you have to go to church like oh you can do it wherever like your church Mm -hmm. is a hike so like making it part of your every single
1: daily ritual to think about these things believing in yourself yeah instead of
2: like getting stuck in the grind
1: because i think a lot of uh, i was reading some psychological article about how like when people try new things they automatically just assume they're gonna fail Mm -hmm. as opposed to taking the time and switching and being like no i i can do this i can succeed at this um, yeah, I think,
0: and, and also having fun failing. It's yeah. kind of like once you fail too, it's like, it's like, great. Now the not worst thing deal. is like, you know, it's like, it's like, you have to fail to like in order, like it, 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 once, yeah, it, you'll take bigger risks if you're not afraid to fail. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, true. you don't want to like, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, that's what they say. Failure is like the biggest teacher. And they mm-hmm. say that when
2: you get older, you stop trying new things like So because you're so used to not having to fail in your daily life, you just get better at doing things and then you only do the things that you're good at. And so you stop taking as many risks or trying as many new things because you're not good at failure anymore the way you are when you're younger. And that's not good for your brain or like, yeah. Your, yeah. Cause you can't I, yeah, like,
0: you're probably like, well, I guess I like, you can't, you're going to take less risks, you know, or more, uh, when you like have like a family to feed too, you're like, well, I guess I'm not going to go you're just not gonna give, give acting a try, you know, <laughs> like uh, all on a whim yeah. and you know, like, so yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, but you can certainly do it in like little ways and stuff.
1: Yeah. Anyway, get yourself
0: an easy button, start slapping it. Anytime you got to go to the DMV or something's annoying, uh, guess what? Give it a bit of a slap and uh, after a while you will start to believe it. Yeah. You know. Awesome.
1: Well, this was so
0: great. Thank you both for coming on. Is this... Did you even say who we were? <laughs> in the intro, after. I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> but excellent. But if you I want I like to say... But uh, if you want
1: to do, say... I do an intro in the beginning, and then I like to do like a cold open just to kind of uh, like warm uh, into perfect. the topic. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope... Do you we- want to say who you are?
0: <laughs> yes, I'm Anessa. Ha, 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 this whole time. That's me. That's been
1: me the whole time. <laughs> oh, I guess... The, there are two guests. <laughs> yes,
0: um,
2: I'm yeah. Libby. Um, I guess our voices are different enough that we can distinguish. Yeah,
1: I think so. Vanessa's from Canada. We should do our Libby. impressions of each other. So I uh, get really
0: confused. Love <laughs> that. Oh. oh, oh! Libby's been working on her Canadian accent. Oh, yes. All right. Do you remember any of it? Tomorrow. Uh,
2: so it's just like, yeah, you say more tomorrow. More. A toque is a hat instead yeah, of saying hat. Like you're wearing a toque. Right sorry. Now. Sorry. Sorry. You said the word sore, like S O R E. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I just about, have to think of. Um, about? Yeah, I w- thought it would be a boot, but it's not. It's Nobody like says a boot. No one says a boot. That's like a thing Americans <laughs> say to make them yeah. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, guess what?
0: It's like, yeah. And buddy. That's the other big one. Oh, oh hey, bud. You <laughs> say hey, bud bud and buddy all the time. Oh, hey, bud. <laughs>
1: All right. Great. <laughs> that's that's, that's great. That's it. That's our uh, impressions. Yep. A quick uh, Canada accent, <laughs> yeah. Canadian accent lesson. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, happy 2018. Yeah. Happy 30th birthday, Libby. Perfect yeah. balance between youth and wisdom. that's our episode thank you Libby and Anessa for coming on wasn't that fantastic don't you want to go have a little self-care me time and make a little vision board make all your dreams come true just taking time to say hey boo I care about you too you know what a weird journey we're all on so let's Let's make some vision boards. Let's make some resolutions. Let's have a great 2018. And remember, you can follow Libby on Twitter at Libby Doan. And you can follow Anessa on Twitter and Instagram and all social media platforms at Anessa Comedy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. Go out there. Have a great new year. Be safe, but have fun. And remember to celebrate life because everything is chaotic and probably meaningless. I don't know. Bye.